Good afternoon and welcome to Reflective Faith Podcast. I know it's been a minute, but unfortunately the devil has been fighting me hard and has been having me under the weather and having me in different conflicts of my life and has just been really pushing me with different spiritual battles to keep me away from God's will and God's purpose for my life. And so here we are, and it has been a minute since I've been able to post a podcast, but I'm glad to be back with you and posting a podcast today and on here on Reflected Faith. And I am your host, Faith. And let's get to it. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing us to be together to delve into your word and see what it has to say to us so that we can grow stronger and closer to you and to fight the enemy. You know, we left on a purpose, a sermon of putting on the full armor of God and being willing and waging battle, spiritual warfare of knowing that we have the helmet of salvation moving forward, the your word, which is the sword, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, and our feet shielded up and, and ready to go spread the gospel. And dear God, I just pray now that you continue me on my journey of chasing you and chasing after you doing your will and following your purpose for my life that I can be um, an inspiration to someone else out there in the world leading them in closer to their walk with you dear God in your precious holy name amen Today we're going to be looking in the book of Proverbs. You know, I had said a while back that I had been looking at the book of Proverbs, you know, studying about uh, King Solomon and his wisdom. You know, he is thought to be one of the wisest men of all time. You know, when King Solomon became king, you know, he could have asked for riches. He could have asked for land. He could have asked for anything. But yet he decided to ask for wisdom. So we're going to look and begin in chapter 1 of Proverbs and we're really going to delve into that and we're going to look at the usefulness of the book of Proverbs. The reason I wanted to go there is because, you know, we're as an educator, we're fixing to start a new school year. Education is so much and, you know, we think of educating children, we start them early on in grade school, preschool, you know, teaching them and, and getting them wanting to learn. And, you know, the the thing is, is as I've looked here, beginning in Proverbs, you know, the key is, is are we still willing to learn? You know, that's what wisdom is. Wisdom is being open-minded enough to continually learn and to continually grow and understand that we don't always know everything. You know, we may be in a parent role. We may be in a leadership role. We may be in a business owner role. We may be in a minister role. We may be in a teacher role. We may be in a principal role. But the fact of the matter is we may become upon a situation that someone under us, someone in a, that may be in a less or um, a, a role that is subject to our role. And, you know, they may have answers or solutions 
And the thing is, is are we still open-minded enough? Are we still palpable enough to be able to learn? And that's what the first few verses of Proverbs talks about. And it really, I, I mean, it just really got to me because here I am finishing a degree. I feel and look at myself as a lifelong learner not only in education, but in the Word of God. And, you know, I want to brag on one of my friends. She is really dedicated to her education. Her name is Kim. She went back to get her principal degree, her master's degree. It was supposed to take her 36 months. It is taking her 20 months because she really dedicated herself to her education, took extra classes, and she is knocking this thing out of the park. And I'm so proud of her. For putting that in there and you know she's in her 50s and I'm just I mean it's awesome she's really knocking it out of the park and you know we expect these things from kids that are in kindergarten through 12th grade and even our college students early college students early 20s but you know as we grow and we get in our, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, we see ourselves as seasoned and educated and wise because we've had experience and we've lived through things and we know things and we know it all. But do we? Do we know it all? So let's look at Proverbs and let's let's see the usefulness of the book of Proverbs and how the book of Proverbs and the wisdom of Proverbs can really relate to us, not only in our childhood, but also in every stages of our lives, in our 20s, our 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and, and beyond. You know, wisdom comes to instruct us. And that's what it says there in verse 2. So let's start. Chapter 1, book of Proverbs, the usefulness of Proverbs. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, the king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to discern the sayings of understanding, to receive instruction in wise behavior. What does that mean, to receive instruction in wise behavior? Can we receive constructive criticism? It's almost as the older that we get, the more set in our ways that we get, the more experience that we've had, we think that we know it all, that we tend to reject any type of criticism, constructive or not, to help us in maybe our behavior or our perspective or our values we tend to reject it and, and we tend to even push it away if it even remotely steps on our toes. You know, there's been sayings that I've seen on Facebook and Instagram so long that, you know, the reason people don't like you is because your spirit irritates their demons. You know, and I've often wondered when people that are beneath us, in our roles of life, whether it's our children or whether it's um, our students as a teacher or our teachers as a principal or it's our uh, practitioners as a pastor or 
um, you know, any servanthood to the leader, you know, when those roles of the subsidiary comes to the leader and offers criticism or constructive criticism, why do we tend to get our toes stepped on so quickly and and we reject so fiercely what they have to say and we refuse to receive instruction and we refuse to discern the sayings of understanding. Could Christ, could God reveal something to people in our lives, whether they're older than us or younger than us, that we need to understand or we need to receive and God reveal it to someone in our lives that he feels could reveal it to us the easiest or the best way, but we are so set on being right. We are so set on being correct. We are so set, well, I am the leader. I am superior. I am right all the time that we reject the wisdom that God is trying to deliver to us. I know for myself, there have been many times that I've had conversations with my children and they have given me huge perspectives that I have not thought about. Um, I've had these conversations with both my son. I have two sons and two daughters and there have been times that I have um, talked to my sons and about different situations at work, uh, different situations at home, what have you. And, you know, we'll just be talking as a family unit, you know, over dinner or, you know, whatever at home. And my kids will bring up and they'll be like, hey, mom, have you really thought about this? This could be their perspective. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, I really never thought of it that way. And it's those times that I really feel like that God used my children as tools or as instruments to help deliver wisdom to me, to provide understanding to me as a different perspective or as a different, you know, guidance to me. And and I'm so grateful for that to under you know help discern that you know i he's provided me i've had sister-in-law my brother you know my family members um i've also had colleagues colleagues that have been in higher um authority figures than me i've had colleagues that have been in lower authority figure you know a lower standings than me in my jobs that have given me wisdom. Um, so I think that, you know, God uses different people at different times to help you to discern, you know, sayings and understandings. But in number three, where it says to receive instruction in wise behavior, that that to me is why do we automatically reject possible wise wisdom coming from people that we think should not be wiser than us. Why do we do that? 
You know, it could be those very people that God is trying to use to soften our hearts, to tenderize our hearts to His words, to His guidance, to His understanding. Then he goes on to say, to receive instruction in wise behavior, righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the naive, to the youth, knowledge, and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase in learning. A man of understanding will acquire wise counsel. To understand a proverb and figure the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And we'll stop there for today, but we're going to continue on in uh, Proverbs. But we're going to go just one through seven, and I'm going to read it all together one last time. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, the king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to discern the saying of understanding. To receive instruction in wise behavior, righteousness, justice, and equity. To give prudence to the naive. To the youth, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase his learning. A man of understanding will acquire wise counsel. To understand a proverb and a figure, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So this is the usefulness of the Proverbs. It is to gain and increase in learning. You know, and as the school year starts for the children, the school year should start for parents. The school year should start for this country, this nation, and the world. You know, we need to wake up and become wise to learning, seeking out the truth. And that's God's truth. And that's His Word and seeking out the truth within His Word. And the truth starts on the foundation of the fact that Jesus Christ is His Son. And He came through the birth of Mary, a virgin, and He died on a cross for the sins of every man so that we can have a relationship with God the Father. And He was risen on the third day to overcome death and Satan and all of the demons out there in this world trying their best in this spiritual battle that we have been talking about that we are fighting. We're not fighting against prince, uh, against flesh and blood. We are fighting against principalities. We are fighting against demons. We are fighting against obstacles of not doing what God wants us to do, and that's to give Him the glory. You know, and that's what this podcast is about, is to give God the glory that I can sit here and offer a podcast that God gives us wisdom, God gives us glory, God gives us just the wonderful ability to sing His praises. He has blessed me with a husband, a family, of four beautiful, wonderful children. He has blessed me with a home. I've got the sweetest loving animal pets. I have got 
wonderful friendships. I've got the opportunity to go back to school to get my PhD. I've got this opportunity of writing curriculum on the side. And, you know, God is good. God is good. Have I been fighting demons this past few weeks? Yes, I have, and I've been fighting them even through this podcast. So as I started this podcast, I was interrupted by my daughter. I told her I was doing a podcast. She came busting into my room, so I had to stop and rewind and start over. I had one phone call interrupt. I had to stop, rewind, start over. Then I had another phone call, stop, rewind, and start over. So, you know, I got so deathly sick while we were on vacation. I was going to do a podcast while we were on vacation. So deathly sick that every time I talked or said a single word, I would cough and cough and cough and cough. So I could not make it through a whole total sentence before I started coughing. (coughs) That type of cough, sorry. So that put me behind on doing a podcast. And then I got home and I was just being oppressed by this spirit. I kept getting woke up every night at 3 a.m. And then I deducted this evil spirit had come upon my house. I have anointed my house. I don't know if I've gotten rid of the spirit yet or not, but I'm going to anoint my house again because I am bound and determined that this spiritual battle And right now, even on air, I am rebuking any evil spirit that is trying to deter me from doing what God has called me to do. And that is to give him the glory, to give him the glory and the thanksgiving and the gratitude for loving me so much that he became my savior, that he became my sacrifice, that he gave his life for mine. And if it was just me that needed saving, if I was just that not one from the 99, he decided to save me. And But the good thing is, is he decided to save you too. And so I want to thank God for that. And I want to show my gratitude by continuing this podcast. And I'm glad that even though I have been faced with obstacles and obstacles and obstacles and obstacles, even now, today, trying to distract me from recording this podcast, I am giving God the glory that we have made it through it and that we know that the God's Word, God's truth, is that we are to receive instruction in wise behavior, righteousness, justice, and equity. We are to seek His words. And we thank God for that. And so for that, I just want to thank you. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, I implore you, please share it with someone and let them know that, hey, look, if they're fighting a demon or they're fighting a battle against spiritualities and principalities, let them know, hey, they're not the only one. I, too, have been fighting them. And and we're going to pray together. That in Jesus' name, we call out all these evil spirits that are fighting against us to leave us and we command them to go away in Jesus' name. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for all our listeners and we pray that someone will be touched by this message and that someone will be delighted in your word and that we have helped someone to understand that we begin 
learning and being in your knowledge by just fearing you and not the enemies of Satan. And dear God, and we pray that you will just come upon us and put your protection over us and let your word seep into our souls so that we can take them forth in our spiritual battle against evil and bring them forth to other nations so that they know that your love for us is eternal and that you want us to be with you. In your precious holy name, amen. Thank you, and until next time, I look forward to seeing you or hearing from you. Amen.